Kids today have become so immersed in electronic media that a fishing pole is now a Wii controller and Dora's the only one exploring and digging in the dirt. Well, there's an app for that. Brett Gilmore, he's the owner of Cincinnati Wild Birds Unlimited, a backyard feeding and nature specialty store, is joining me today on Amy's Table with tips for parents to get their kids connected with nature and the birds, even through the winter. Good morning, Brett. How are you? Great, Amy. Thanks for having me on. Well, you know, I'm lucky. I I grew up with a father who was an avid bird watcher, and my whole family became sort of bird watchers by default. And in fact, my older brother's first word was bird feeder. However, he said it bead furder. And so our whole family still calls bird feeders bead furders. But, um, you know, it's it's something that I took for granted watching the birds, and, and we do it with our children now, too. So tell me, what what can we do to draw kids into all these miraculous birds that really surround them almost no matter where they live? Well, that, that's, that's great. I have little people, too, and um, feed the birds in the backyard constantly. And it, it's a great hobby, a great way to spend family time together, and a great way to um, reconnect with the nature in your backyard. Yep. And um, a bird feeder is essential to um, bring birds in. And um, you can do that a, a number of different ways. Um, we we actually have on our website a um, little bird feeder that you can make out of a milk jug. Oh, cute. And, um, if kids go on there and download the PDF and make the, the bird feeder, we will actually fill that for them the first time with a little two-pound bag of seed if they come in and bring oh, it to us. Oh, I love that. So we send them to wildbirdsunlimited.com? Um, WBU.com. Yes, ma'am. Okay, perfect. WBU.com. I'll make sure to put that on Amy's table. That's awesome. So they can make the feeder themselves and you'll fill it the first time. That is very cool. Absolutely. And show them some tips when they're here, um, how to, where to put that in their yard. You want to put it where you can see it and enjoy it. Yes, Um, definitely. You can make a little bird blind in the backyard with a box and cut some holes in it and uh, put the feeder right outside of that so the birds don't know that you're actually there. Um, That's a fun way to to bring birds up close to kids. Yeah, because sometimes they're a little shy. Well, you know, it's funny. You're talking about putting out out a bird feeder, and I'm sure some people listening are thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. All the birds are flying south. I've seen them. They're on their way. Those Canadian geese or Canada geese are in the V formation. But you're saying, really, they don't all go south. Well, a lot of them do. Your your hummingbirds um, leave for the, the winter, come back in spring. A lot of the neotropical birds live down in the tropics in the winter, come here and nest and have their babies. A lot of birds are year-round residents. And then we also in the winter get a lot of birds that this is their southern range. Cincinnati is, you know, right there on that Mason-Dixon line. Sure. And um, so we get lots of winter sparrows and um, finches that come out of Canada and the Arctic and actually spend their winter right here in Cincinnati. So, you know, it's all a changing hobby year-round. A lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. So it's no time to stop feeding them. And, and you know, you mentioned some of the birds that are going to go south. What are some of the, the birds that we're going to see for people who can't identify them? What are some birds that pretty much anybody's going to see in their backyard this winter? Absolutely. Well, the, the popular one is the state bird, the northern cardinal. So beautiful. Um, and beautiful with a white background. You get some snow. They really mob your feeders. All your woodpecker species. And we have um, five common woodpecker species here in Cincinnati. Um, or year-round residents in your yard every day. The chickadee, which is a lot of people's real cheerful bird, yeah. light bird, comes and gets the seed, taps it between its toes, flies off. Um, they're here year-round. Goldfinches are here year-round. Um, 
So lots of lots of our favorite backyard bird feeding birds are year-round residents. Well, what's neat is when the kids really do get involved and start to be able to identify those birds. And, and you know, you brought up the cardinal. To me, I love them not just for the pretty red color of the male. Of course, the female's a little more muted, isn't she? Um, yeah, but she's beautiful in her own right. Oh, definitely. But we love how the male is so takes such good care of the mama and the babies is what we watch in our backyard. He watches them eat, and when they're done, he'll eat, but he's sort of keeping a lookout. Are they very close-knit as a family, or am I imagining that? Well, I think birds are very good parents. Yeah, and, um, you know, and, and we mates. We get a phone call a lot in spring about you know, a baby bird out of its nest, and we always recommend that... Um, to please leave that bird where it's at. Mom and Dad know where that bird is at, and um, we'll feed it where, where it's at. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. So, um, birds take care of their own, for sure. Yeah. So, okay, so we've got to, of course, have a bird feeder. We've got to have some food. What about water? Water is essential, and year-round, water can get you a lot of birds that seed and nuts and fruit can't get you. All birds need water. All birds need to bathe, and in the winter... Um, really essential. There's not a lot of open water sources. Yeah. Um, and birds need to clean their feathers, to realign their feathers, to keep their bodies warm in winter. So what do you do when it's cold outside and you've got a ice skating rink in your bird bath? Well, we've got, um, you can add water to it every day, every morning. But we have bird bath heaters that would go into your bird bath that run on a thermostat. They're real energy efficient and will keep your water um, 34, 35 degrees above freezing. And um, they only kick on when the weather and goes below 32, which is real important for Cincinnati. We have such erratic winters. Yeah. Um, we also have heated bird baths, where the heater is actually built into the bird bath itself. Oh, I love All that. All these run on electricity, so you can run an extension cord out to your your bird bath. And um, typically, November is when we start doing this and bring them back in in March. Brett, what do you do about in the in the warmer weather? And you put water in a bird bath, and they talk about don't leave standing water because it'll breed mosquitoes. Is there something around that for a bird bath in the nice weather? Correct. We can um, we have a, an, a device called a water wiggler that runs on batteries, and it keeps the water spinning, keeps it from getting stagnant. Oh, we good. Have fountain inserts that you can put in your bird bath. A fountain insert? Do they like to have? A, do birds like a fountain concept? Birds love the sound of water. Really attracts them to to a bird bath. Oh. And um, moving water is real attractive to birds as well. Oh, that's great. These are a lot of great tips. You got to feed and water those birds all winter long. They'll repay you with showing up in your yard and really being something wonderful to watch with both you and the kids. And I'm going to put all of Brett's tips on amystable.com. Also, make sure to go to uh, com. I said that right, right? Absolutely. com. And don't forget, there's directions there. You can help the kids make a bird feeder right out of a milk jug, take it into Wild Birds Unlimited, and they'll fill it free the first time. That's a great deal. Brett Gilmore, thank you so much for joining me on Amy's Table. Amy, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.